what up guys and welcome to another downloads and notes so um it's a kind of a late night early morning one i'm not i wasn't really able to sleep because so many things have been activating in me and just like tying up loose ends and figuring out who i really am and the importance of me remaining in a high vibration and i just had a very strange experience i've shared a couple of times about gang stalking that happens when you're a starseed and when you're a true speaker and when you're a spiritual leader sometimes you are tracked and followed and i noticed that when your vibration is low or when your vibration is in fear it's a lot easier for you to align with those entities but recently i was seeing these black cars with really dark tinted windows and they were throwing me off it was like the last week and something was just like because I was praying every time I, I noticed that every time I leave that realm they have to reveal themselves to me the dark elite energy that tries to scare me out of my purpose tries to make me feel fear every single time I'm doing something very powerful every time I'm leaving the matrix I noticed that I start to see those entities but this time it was like well the the one that was really strong to me was when those five black helicopters had zoomed across the sky right after I had released a very deep fear purge so that was that was like me seeing targeting in physical form because the fact that I raised my vibrations they could no longer hide themselves on my grid and send me negative vibrations send me negative radiation send me negative emf signals and things like that that's what was happening so i was seeing the importance of why i have to protect my energies because they can get closer and closer and i won't even notice it until i come out of that realm so if i were to continue drinking that hidden enemy would get closer and closer and closer and that's why i would have that horrible bad feeling in my heart about alcohol because it's, it's it's a different mission for me I'm, I'm not like everybody else i'm here for something different i'm here with codes and activations and healing powers that are supposed to be at their highest peak in this lifetime so whenever i i'm not kind of turns into i was seeing the example or what they were showing me was lilo and stitch how and it's funny because my number is 626 my agent number i was revealed to that in a dream state that was my number and that's the same as stitch so how he came to earth and he had these group of entities trying to find him and bring him back and imprison him that's exactly what is going on with star seas on earth at this time what is going on with light workers who are in a position of helping ascension and helping to lead people and tell them the truth it's the difference between the spiritual leaders who are sitting pretty and not going deep about the shit not actually telling you the codes only kind of speaking in riddles i actually tell you the meat of the matter so which means that i'm targeted a lot more so i was i just had that weird feeling i was just like they're close i just kept feeling like that like I just didn't like it and so I because I haven't been drinking I started to kind of crave tobacco a little bit so I went and got some capones I have not smoked capones in forever <laughs> you know so and after I had smoked it, it I was like okay <sighs> then I went downstairs 
the same black car, it circles around right in front of my building. It doesn't pick up anyone. It doesn't, it just comes into the complex, drives around, drives past the entrance, drives kind of slow by, and then drives back out. Completely tinted windows. Like I'm talking the dark ones. You cannot see shit. I felt like, okay, got your ass, <laughs> got your ass. So I stood there for a minute because I wasn't going to run back inside because they cannot get out of the car. When we're dealing with entities who are starting to show themselves, they cannot step out because no one would, no one would accept them. So when I was channeling, I had to wait till I calmed down. So I came in the house and I sat down and took a few breaths. And I just kept hearing, you're okay, you're okay. It's time to terminate them. So it was kind of like an initiation on my end where I had to fear no evil, fear no evil. And that was something that has given me so much strength that I never knew I had. And I was just seeing how bad it would have been if I was even more sedated. Because when I'm, I noticed that when I'm not in my right spiritual mind and like it's 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 too easy for me to be influenced by by darkness so i came back upstairs and and then i saw a black car out of my window just sitting in the back of my building just just sitting there so i was like okay i see what's going on I, i'm kind of surrounded right now i know what's happening they're trying to scare me so i started to do my grid work And when I tell you guys instantly, that car left, instantly, the whole grid shifted. I'm talking to the point where it felt paranormal. It felt dreamlike how, like I felt like I was in a living dream. I cannot even explain to you guys how much mysticism was over me that I did not understand until I banished those final cars because they have to show themselves to you it's just like an illuminati they have to show you who they are they have to tell you what side they're on that's the law of the universe so this is what the divine was teaching me to fear no evil because they always have to expose themselves and you always have to trust your gut instinct so i knew that in that moment i had to pray i had to continue to repent from going back on my spiritual wisdom for, from what I knew, because then it would be considered sacrilege, like I talked about before, of me not listening to the divine wisdom and the gifts that I've been given. So I have banished that energy. And today my whole grid felt so much better. All of the fear that I felt my whole life, my whole fucking life, y'all, like, because they watch you since you from birth especially when you're a chosen one i talk about this a lot chosen one means you are chosen for a specific purpose it doesn't make you any better than any other living soul it is just god saying i'm giving you certain um, metaphysical abilities that give you an upper hand in terms of helping with spiritual warfare and you're chosen because of the strength that you carried or because of the ancestry or the descendant of your um blood like or who you're a descendant of i'm a descendant of isis the goddess isis so she's passed down a lot of her abilities to me and i may as well be that archetype in this life because that's what i do i help women 
I help children, I help heal the sick, I give information. So a lot of this has been coming full circle where I know who I am. So that's why I am more deadly and that's why I'm more of a threat when I am awakened than when I am not awakened and I'm in a lower vibration and I'm trying to forget it's easier for me to slip into a a timeline where something could happen to me and I wasn't speaking about it a lot but when I would when I would drink recently you know because I'm about to be two weeks sober again (laughs) but when I would drink recently I had a dream of a coffin and in that coffin it was like rappers like the energy around it was like rappers and i was kind of seeing the influence of like death being influenced by rappers and what they're saying and also the lifestyle that they're promoting so there was a lot of like lean coming out of the coffin there was like this purple drink energy coming out and just I knew it was me because it had a musical undertone to it and it was very disturbing and I knew that something was wrong so ever since that you know I was cleaning myself up I was praying a lot I was asking God to reveal to me everything that I need to do in order to feel safe So I am now stepping into me feeling the safest that I've ever felt because I I was not getting those underground entities, the ones who can't, the one who, who do magic on me, you know, not the ones who just stare and watch. This was different. This was like when I banished them, mysticism, dark mysticism of influence was off of me, almost like I was never really thinking clearly or for myself even and you can be you can be in a certain position and still be a little influenced so I was I was learning that and through me banishing that I started to see who who I really am on a soul level and I just know a lot of things about Mother Gaia I know a lot about basic principles without even having to try or research or know anything so a lot of knowingness about how the world works especially darkness is kind of like how you have to know the law or the the commandments you know like it's, it's like spiritual commandments that I've been reintroduced to so that that doesn't happen again and so that I don't put myself in negative vibrations where elitist can try to influence my behavior and and get me in dangerous situations because I've seen it way too much so I was happy for that to be revealed to me and just happy that I wasn't afraid because earlier on in my journey that that would have really freaked me out (laughs) and you know it's just like because I know that I'm 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 highly advanced that means that I can defeat it through my wisdom so a lot of ascension right now I feel like is pushing us back into the wisdom that we know 
and it's different scales for all of you obviously like mine may be a little more intense because of what I do but everyone's is still equally as important because you have to stop questioning who you are and what you already know this has just been the theme look at that look at that this has just been the theme of look and it's 505 confirmation so I I it's just it's no way it's no way they will ever be able to get me and that's what the divine was really hammering in they were never supposed to get you they were never supposed to they can't even touch you <laughs> that's why they do all these fear tactics of driving off fast I will I didn't even tell you guys like one time I was walking to the store to get drinks and this is this was all a part of my coaching because I had to see that it was real there was this car that almost ran me off the fucking side or like literally almost hit me like had no regards it was like it was a force a dark force driving that car it's like nothing was in the car that's also what I was trying to say when I was channeling into the black cars it was like there was nothing in there like it was like a it was like a remote control car and that's when I knew what I was really dealing with. I'm like, oh, I'm dealing with night crawlers. I'm dealing with entities. <laughs> Literal entities, shapeshifters. But little do they know I'm a shapeshifter myself. That's why I look different every time people see me. I've had so many people tell me that, like, you look different than when I just saw you this day. You look like this this day, <laughs> like... I do the same thing. <laughs> That's why I have an, a fallen angel ancestor guide who, who was going to teach me all the tips and tricks so that they could get out of that realm. So I had an entity as a guide who was telling me about what they do. It's the same with D David Icke. I feel like David Icke is a reptilian, but he's he's turning to the light. That's why he knows so many secrets. I swear, that's my theory. I don't like, I'm not saying that's true, but that's how I feel about him when I just look at his energy. Like, I feel like he's, he's um, a light reptilian. And like I talked about many podcasts ago where a lot of the dark side is surrendering to the light. So a lot of them are squealing like pigs <laughs> a lot of them are just telling on themselves even because there's no other way the energy of this planet is pushing for truth so if I was in danger it had to show itself to me it didn't matter if I thought that I was protected as I moved from drinking I had to see a deeper layer of mysticism that was being placed over my life meaning they had to exit they had to exit through my crown so there was a lot of activations I had to actually sit still to to ask myself why I feel like that that mafia that dark mafia energy still so I was just being told that now I'm completely in the clear and that was that was the finale that was the finale so I'm kind of sitting in this finale energy where it was cool because, you know, I see my Spotify rap and just seeing how how good the podcast has been doing thus far and just feeling safe in my tribe and setting the record straight, you know, like just me putting myself out there again. 
which was hard for a while because I, I kind of adopted this mentality that I had to always watch everything that I did, which was a product that was really the mysticism that was going on to keep me quiet. And if I was attached to fear programmings, it would be a lot easier. This is why it's so important to not live in fear because you can be influenced by dark energies that know how powerful you're supposed to be and how far you're supposed to go in this realm. And I don't care if it sounds crazy, it's the truth. So I was, um, where did I put it in my notes? I had to actually call out some haters on my on my other page, my music page, because I kept feeling like this whiplash every time I put, how you know if it's evil eye is you will feel a whiplash of negative energy right after you post something or right after you say something it's just like all of this negative energy and I knew it wasn't coming from me because I've been doing a lot of self-love self-work so I'm able to discern when it's just me getting in my own head versus someone projecting that energy onto me and of course I channeled and looked into the truth of that situation and there were people who were watching me that gossiped about me before and thinking that they can watch my story and still judge me no like I'm calling dominion over this page if you don't fucking like me get the fuck off my page why are you here so I had to make a story just saying that shit like get the fuck off because I knew people were gossiping about me I haven't said anything this whole year but I've always known the people who talked about me I just never said anything because they're humans they're gonna gossip that's what they do that's what we've all done at some at certain points you know we just evolve out of it and some people don't but I'm because I'm choosing to continue evolving out of that energy I will not stand for being involved in that because I'm not in that with y'all so keep me out of it so as soon as I um shut that down like I just felt so much better and you know it was just worse because a lot of the people that I knew were my past partner's friends really they knew they knew them before they knew me so of course whatever and it's not to say that I don't know if they were talking about me I don't know if they were just conspirarizing about why me and that person broke up but regardless I was not going to be the pro the product of that because no one ever talked to me about what happened on my side so no one knew what happened to me and I was not going to continuously carry that baggage of feeling like that so as soon as I put that out there the the um evil eye was completely dismantled you can dismantle evil eye by just saying you're not going to tolerate that shit <laughs> like because you don't carry the air of of jealousy vanity you can evolve out of those energies just like i said if you're not hating on yourself you do not deserve haters you know you don't it's not to say that it's just you don't deserve to feel them you can push them out of your energy field so that they are no longer able to penetrate your blessings or your work ethic or the way that you carry yourself so as soon as i did that i felt so much better just just like free free as fuck riley where's the spray bottle <laughs> It's like, all I got to do is reach for it. I don't even got to grab it completely and they start. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So I had to talk about that because it was just something that was really plaguing me, you know, over the last year of, of me very much seeing 
targeting and learning the different aspects of it and just the last place that I was at I I already was exposed to two other star seeds there and they both were going through the same thing as me and I was trying to stay calm in the situation because I was like okay you just ignore it it'll go away but you actually have to shut it down you actually have to do a ritual to shut it down can't and when I say ritual it's just candle work and and actually light sorcery to banish them and claim dominion over the grid so that they no longer chase you so I didn't do that from the last place I was just kind of speaking affirmations that I was safe and working on um healing my addiction but I had to actually close off the mysticism so I don't know if you guys just feel like a spooky vibe or feel like you're being watched because I just never know who I'm speaking to if you feel like you're being watched or like something is bullying you into staying in the house or not going anywhere or making you feel afraid most likely you're being targeted so if you need help with turning off targeting or it's like you know in the workplace you feel like people are always um coming at you or it's like it's like you know how sometimes people with dark energy like they just they just gotta look at you they just gotta like find a way to like make you feel uncomfortable that's targeting that's targeting so I've been kind of learning a lot about the symptoms of targeting so that I can help people who are going through that and because it's not something that you can call the police about and that's the saddest thing about gang stalking is people will think that you're being crazy but there are many other chosen ones who speak about this you can go on YouTube and see many people who go through the same thing so if you feel like you you have been targeted it's best that we 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 bond together and speak about it together so because they love to say if it's not there then it's not happening but you know exactly what's happening you know that you never felt that way before why is it that you feel that way as soon as you start going down a spiritual path so yeah I'm I'm still fresh out of it you know I still tense up a little bit like I'm still a little tense from it I'm still a little traumatized from it like it, it did get to that point where I was traumatized by it. There were times where I wanted to call my mother. There were times where I just wanted to reach out to the authorities, but I knew that it was something that I had to handle and face on my own. And now me speaking about it is my protection. And I know I tried to speak about it earlier this year, but it was it was it was just hard because I was right in the thick of it. But now I feel so much stronger where God is is as long as God and Christ is a part of my life, I'm going to be okay. And that's just where I have to leave it. But all that psychic attacking and stuff, I realized that the more brave you are, the more that it can no longer affect you because you're not thinking about the consequences. So because I had this huge fear of death and and things ending up the way that it it did in my past life, it was easier for that energy to mock me because that's what they do. They mock you. Satanists mock you. Low vibrations, they mock you. They mock us in the media. they, They mock everything. So... And their goal is to kill, steal, and destroy. They steal away everything in your life. And I was seeing for me, it was like a lot of stealing away every, like my essence and making me feel like I can't be myself without them, them meaning the substance. So because I've been taking my power back, this is why I feel like it's so important to be sovereign because a lot of people think they're being who they are, but no, they're being who they're programmed to be. And me being in this journey for so long, 
it feels like not so long, you know, but I would say it's been about three, four years of consciously thinking about who I am and, and what's going on with my life. So for me to be at this level and just coming out of certain mystical programmings that I didn't even know, it, it was like almost like a filter. Like when you a photo, like that was like the layer of it. Like it was like, you know, when you there's the real picture and then there's a filter over it. That's how that energy felt. Like I had to turn off the filter. The cars were just a part of the filter, but they were never real. It was never it was just a um, a way to um, cloak my soul. So that's why I stand by the more sovereign you are, the less cloaked your soul will be. So, um, a lot of like my higher self has, and also my, my angelic guys, they don't let me cry as much over things that I don't deserve to cry about anymore. I've been being pushed a lot into smiling and rejoicing because I've been feeling like a lot of good things were coming my way and are coming my way. But I was just like, what is that? And as soon as I cut it off, I finally felt even more liberated than I had before and just finally accepting that my life can be better now and I no longer have to focus on how daunting or how, how hard it's been and at some point in the journey you have to acknowledge that like you are free and there's this part of the ego that constantly wants to look back and validate the experiences that you've had but sometimes shit just happens and it was funny because as soon as I was thinking that my landlord texted me something he was like yeah he was like stuff happens or something like that and it was right when I was thinking that and getting that downloaded in me that yeah like shit just happens shit just happens but you have to move on it's just as real as as, as real can be you cannot be stuck constantly in a cycle of trauma no matter what it's just no way you have to find a way to heal that PTSD so that's where I'm at now, where I'm healing PTSD through speaking and through every day putting myself out there and trusting that God will will take care of me in whatever way that the divine sees fit. But I cannot be afraid to live my life forever. And I was seeing that the targeting was on me my whole life, my whole life. I was crying earlier because I realized that this was going on since elementary school, whether they were using other people to make me feel that way, bullies and stuff like that, where I was always made to feel like the black sheep. So I just was like, Paris can just stay in the house. Paris is just going to be in a bunker mode all the time and, and dim my light and let people come to me, let people find me. And I, it was just, I was really healing this deep inner child wound where there was this side of me that was afraid to go out into the world because of that that enemy targeting me and 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 me always being used to having to play meek and play the one who who was ugly and and smaller you know because they love like when you when you're meant to do big things they love to make you feel so small they love to make you feel small as fuck so because I'm no longer playing small anymore now they want to rev it up and I was seeing that and I was like okay I'm still not buying it I'm still not buying it all that God has pulled me out of I'm not gonna buy this tactic I've been through so much so 
I had to really evolve out of telling myself that I can't go anywhere because I have to be safe. I have to stay safe. I have to stay in the house. Like me telling myself that was surrounding me in danger. So you see how they sculpted the fabric of my timeline leading into adulthood. This is what programming does and the things that I ingested. So imagine me not having that wisdom. I would never step outside of my comfort zone. I would just make my money and stay in the house. But God has been pushing me to to be more and to think about how I can be more and how I can dedicate myself to a practice. This is why ice skating is so important to me because it's gonna force me to go out. It's like I have to keep myself, you know, it was different when I was in school and high school and stuff, I had to go out. But in leading into adulthood, that was the plan for me to be as sheltered as possible, to cling on to escapism, hopefully drink my life away because no one could take my power away from me but me in this lifetime that's how it's supposed to go it's a fair game this time around that that was that was the deal but I noticed that they have to shoot their shot that that energy of enemy where it has to reveal itself to me my nightmare on Elm Street if you will I have to see my Freddy so I was kind of seeing my Freddy and, and, and just that fear of something horrible happening to me when I'm just living my life. That is no longer existing. I had to keep telling myself that and I'm still having to keep telling myself that, that I deserve to live a long life. This whole system has made me feel like I can't be here because I'm saying too much. And I hate that. Even at, Even when I was younger, it would be like, you know, I would talk a lot and I would get in trouble for that. And even in relationships, I would be like, am I talking too much? Am I saying too much? But it's just who I am. So I'm not gonna change that for anyone because it hurts me. It limits my life experience. It limits me to a point where now I am just being a shallow soul where I'm considering too much of what the outside world thinks about me. And that's something where When you're really stepping into your spiritual self, you have to let that shit go. You cannot care about what other people think about you. So, and then there was just a lot of me accepting that I was the sole reason for being where I am now and no longer being afraid to accept that. And this was helping me to manifest more because a lot of the times we can be embarrassed of our creation that we reject it. So we don't like we reject to claim it, like reject to see, oh, my God, I can't believe I created this. I can't believe I've created such darkness to where now I'm being shadow stalked. So that was the realization that I was having where they were an illusion, but they were also real because darkness is an illusion, but it becomes real through your imagination. So me learning this, that's why fear um fear no evil I just kept hearing that because it's all a product of um sin and when that enemy can feed off of your fear of being rejected by Christ and that that fear of being not acceptable that's how people turn to sinning more and that's how they become latched onto that dark energy where 
It is that force that needs something to live through and feed off of. So I had to accept that I created that. You know, like they they teach us to separate ourselves from the darkness, but no, we've created it to some degree. So I had to accept that I created it in order for it to leave. And we cannot be embarrassed of of where we've been and how and where we've came from. 525 is almost confirmation. So because then there's no way new desires can ground in if you do not accept your current circumstances. You have to accept all the missteps, failures, self-sabotaging, especially was crucial for me. I had to accept that I was self-sabotaging and it was crucial for me to get ahead. So I had to self-sabotage. I mean, I had to accept my self-sabotaging ways and look at them without shame or dismay because they still all enlightened me. And this was kind of moving me into forward, forward focus and focusing on my future and what I need to get done and no more tears in that sense of agony. The tears that I've been having recently are, are of, of relief, not of shame. There's a difference. God will not even let me cry if it's coming from a place of, of someone else wanting me to feel that way. But when it's me needing to feel an authentic emotion, I cry. So that's how I know a lot of my inner child healing was done. And I also was hearing that your inner child healing complete almost like a download and a system was done. And it's crazy because I was seeing lots of Disney World on my feed. And I know that that's the divine's way of saying like, hey, we want you to plan for more fun, get ready for more fun and freedom. This is really what your inner child wants. It's tired of struggling and structure. It just wants more money to play around with. So that's what I'm aiming to do is enjoy my life to the fullest, not to become this great person in that sense where I'm 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 trying to showboat myself to give myself an ego boost it's different so a lot of my my dreams and ambitions are being reevaluated like why am I doing that and it's all coming from a heart-centered place which is taking the pressure off of me to be the very best in that sense I just want to show who I am and be the best at who I am and not really trying to dominate anything because there's space for everyone. Everyone has their own space. So a lot of tears of joy was just coming out and helping me to just feel free. So I feel like a lot of freedom and acceptance is coming for the Ascension. Those of us who are trying to raise and be better, a lot of um, acceptance of, of what we've messed up and where we could be better how we can be nicer to ourselves too. And I've been watching you just, um, <laughs> oh, that show is something else, but it's been like, I've been looking at it from a spiritual view. So watching you, yeah, on Netflix. So it's the show is you, okay? <laughs> but it was just this confirmation of childhood healing, like this episode where Joe, he goes to the woods with the guys. I'm sorry if that's a spoiler, if you haven't watched the newest season yet, but he, he, he goes to the woods with the guys and he finally breaks down and cries because he releases this childhood trauma where he feels camaraderie, love and friendship 
but it was it was not without a trial of him analyzing himself and trying to figure out where his triggers and traumas were coming from so a lot of the episodes were like flashing back to his childhood and showing how it dictated his behaviors in the present and it was just beautiful it was kind of showing me how the dynamic of soulmate like the organics of it and and, and kind of like the components of it like what, what happens within the masculine side and it was just like I was understanding a lot about the masculine perspective and why they do things the way that they do and why they're so primitive and why they just they get drawn um like his his story was that he would be drawn to like women who were like damsel in distress because of his mother trauma so he could be in a relationship and married but still every time he meets a woman who kind of shows him some interest and she has issues it's like he starts to get an infatuation with her and I was just like yo (laughs) this is making so much sense like so it was kind of like taking me away from um ever craving a man ever I that like it was just a part of my heart was like that's not what I'm really craving that's not what I'm really craving that's what I've been programmed to crave but it's nice to have the love of a man and it's nice to even get some validation from that energy of just knowing that you are a beautiful woman and you're worthy of being loved but it's not the main thing and I was just laying in bed like I kept pausing in between it and just talking to God like you are so right I don't need that I I, I feel free and that's the thing with inner child healing once you heal, heal codependency it it just makes you really realize how pressed you were because you were not you you are never pressed for anyone your higher self is never pressed because it it understands it is infinitely loved so it would never seek validation it may receive it but it would never seek and look for it so that's why it was very important to me that when my last partner told me that they are going to go with someone else I had to let them go I had to let them go I was not going to fight for them and chase them down no I was trying to make sense of it at first but then as God spoke to me about it they were like this person is going to do what they want to do because they have an exploration of love that differs from yours theirs is different they have to learn about their trauma through other people you are learning through it going introspective because you've already learned your trauma through other people i already analyzed my household when i was younger so i didn't really need a lot of that projected back to me through multiple people i know that and especially in high school i idolized a lot of having a man and having a male energy in my life because i thought it was the right thing to do And when you're just trying to be accepted as a Christ being, you're trying to do what everyone else is doing. So I always had a crush. I always had a different crush every other week. So when I had that projected back to me in my last relationship of of knowing that, you know, they they, I knew that they were kind of like that, even though they tried to say that they weren't. I knew that they were like that. And I would always tell them, if you if you like someone, just tell me so we can work that through and so we can figure out what we're going to do if you if you have feelings just tell me that didn't happen but and so that that all blew up in my face and I realized that I didn't have to really learn those lessons in that way 
And it was, it was, that was God's way of saying that I don't have to have that projected back to me anymore because I know I'm stepping into my worth. So whenever someone is, is showing signs of disinterest or that they're wanting someone else, never fight for the connection because that connection is no longer serving you. It doesn't make them a bad person. It's just no longer serving you and it's no longer serving them. So a lot of that and that's also why I had to pull myself away from that because I knew that I didn't want to be in a cycle of hoping for for something from that person because deep down I knew that the mission was completed in that sense so I had to let them go energetically and a lot of you like the show was showing me that And it was helping me to understand the masculine energy more, the divine masculine in their journey to Christ. Just because they go through certain women or men, whatever they prefer, to learn about their Christ does not make them less holy than the feminine energy. And that's where I will still stand. I will never say that the masculine is dumb or he's he's primitive. He's he's going to be primitive, of course. But it doesn't mean that he would never be able to get in touch with his spiritual self. Now, if he's constantly ingesting that trap ass music and treating women as if they are not important and just accessories to his life, he will never be happy because he's never accepting the feminine energy. He's not respecting her either. There's a difference between experiencing love and then trying to play games and keep everyone with you and trying to hold on that's a narcissist trying to trying to always make someone feel like they're going to have a chance with you while also exploring this and that and that person no we're not going to do that (laughs) you know and 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 that's the the best thing with me about being a psychic is that I always know this the hidden motives of people even if it's a a subconscious projection I always know what the motive is. So if I know that it's trying to make me feel something less than, I will instantly eliminate myself from that. Especially if I feel like there's something else being hidden from me, trying to make me feel like I was never worthy of it or that I never made you feel a certain type of way. I don't like that. So 535, someone's confirmation. When you start feeling that way, just like Shanann said, any signs of that, you get out. Because if someone really loves and respects you, they're always going to keep it 100 with you. They're never going to keep it 50, 65, or even 70%. They're always going to tell you how they really feel about you. They're never going to be ashamed to tell you that they love you. They're never going to be ashamed to tell you that they still have feelings and this is what they're working through. But if they have many motives... And they're trying to keep this person and figure out this person, but also don't want you to go this far. That's a narcissist. And that means that they need to heal. And that means that you need to separate yourself from that situation. So I've been knowing a lot because I'm in a past life twin flame connection. So I I know a lot of what it is. And I was kind of just like, man, this twin flame stuff is really toxic because really the fabric of twin flame is to dismantle the false views of love or or even just a, a prominent soulmate in your life. You are meant to deconstruct each other. You are meant to fall apart because none of it makes sense. 
to promise monogamy onto someone before you know yourself is the sin. So I was seeing how every lifetime we would come back together because we shared vows that, that, and that's where the matrix wants you. Because if you love someone enough, you will keep coming back here to make that shit right. You will keep coming back here to see that person. Also, you're binded in vows, energetic vows. So because this life about was about me breaking those vows to see if they were actually my true love, you cannot be afraid of that journey. And I feel like that's what the divine masculine and feminine union journey is, is the union of hearts. It doesn't necessarily mean committed. It doesn't necessarily mean, it means commitment, but not in a sense of staying together forever. It means being committed to the fact of staying true, staying faithful to always being who you are and never holding back when anything changes. Watching you was teaching me that, it was just showing me that. It was like validating things that I already knew about relationships because in that whole dynamic, when you watch the show, all they're doing is lying to each other and validating it because they're like no we got to stick together we married each other we shared vows this is how a lot of souls become entwined and they continuously come back here and i was seeing that's in my case that's in most people's case so because i've broken myself from that bondage it does not mean that i'm not connected to that person it does not mean that they're no longer my soul family or i hate them and just because I've moved, removed myself from their life, it doesn't mean that they are not a good person. It just means that I, I would no longer sacrifice my love for self to figure out why that person kept being the way that they were. Because me constantly projecting that onto them, it would give them a reason to always chase something else and never learn something about themselves. So the best thing that you want to do in a situation like that is let somebody figure out who they are. And, and, and swallow the ego. That was the biggest thing for me of um, knowing that I was replaceable no matter what I looked like, no matter what I had to offer, or no matter what I said or did, you can be replaceable. But do you believe you're replaceable? Someone else could believe that you're replaceable, but it doesn't mean that you have to believe that. So when I see a lot of females, because I read for a lot of feminine energies who uh, are going through that, where they're separating from the love of their lives. Yes, that was, that was your, that was your external love that you, that was really the love that you were supposed to giving, give to yourself projected onto a person. So now you've idolized them. and, And when they turn their back on you, it makes you question how much you've actually loved yourself. So I'm all, I'm here for healing that. I'm here, I'm healed. I'm here to heal the feminine, to make her remember herself and to help her to remember that she is always lovable and that no matter who leaves her life, as long as she keeps her grass watered, she will always be loved and she will always attract love. I talked about this before, but it's, it's the truth. And the same with masculine energies. I'm getting more familiar with what they're going through, you know, just through the divine showing me in shows and helping me to understand the masculine so that I can release false views of love and and attract true love. And true love does not always have to mean forever commitment. If it was destined to be that way, it will. And if it's not, it won't. 
But in order for me to get to what the next step in love and in order for God to pull me into a new cycle, I had to accept that there's a chance I may be left again. There's a chance they may leave me for someone else. There's a chance they may fall out of love with me. There's a chance the sex may get boring, you know, like <laughs> whatever. <laughs> what really matters is if I'm true to my soul about that experience so that I can properly evolve to any experience that's meant for me instead of lying to myself and keeping myself trapped you know because that was what happened in my last relationship where I knew that they weren't serving me anymore but I, I so badly wanted them to I so badly wanted them to and I'm sure they felt the same it was very hard for the both of us I'm sure but I was really grateful for the fact that I spoke my truths about how I wasn't sincere in the relationship because that ultimately freed them. And I had this dream recently where it was like, it was kind of showing me how they had always wanted to tell me that, but I saw them take a huge sigh of relief in the dream when I, right after I did my confession, because it was easier for me as the feminine to lead emotionally. So I feel like as feminine energies, we should never shut that off. Whenever we feel like something is off, let's, let's just talk about it. I feel like a lot of us, we stay quiet because we don't wanna lose anyone or we don't wanna, we, we fear shaking up the masculine structure, but that's how you actually evolve them. That's how you actually play the catalyst. So a lot of this has been grounding into me and I just feel ready for whatever is coming my way in love. I feel it was crazy because it was like, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but like I could taste love. I could taste it in my mouth. Like I could taste the, the taste of the person <laughs> that whoever was coming next, because you're always going to go through experience through someone else or God sending you the same person back in new energy. You know, you just have to be open to whatever it is. You cannot say, I only just want this person and nothing else, or I only want this specific type of person and nothing else. You always affirm I'm aligned with the best out of love and that's what you'll get. Even if it's a different lesson that you need to learn before you get to something more ultimate. So it's kind of been helping me to fall in love with the adventure of love. And that was something that my last partner had said to me, like right when we were breaking up and he was like, it was kind of interesting because I felt like sometimes they carried feminine energies and I carried masculine. And then as we separated, we swapped back into our natural positions like me getting that energy back from them and them getting it back from me by by me exerting certain masculine qualities and them exerting certain feminine ones but it was like they had said I just feel like my love is supposed to be spread around or they said that they felt like love isn't just one person and you know deep down I knew that but there was like this masculine propaganda in me that was like no that you just want to fuck everybody here. You just want to you just want to do this and that and you just want an excuse to do it, but as time went on and as I matured, I realized that there was truth to what they said. Not some truth, there was all truth to that. And we do have multiple soulmates in this lifetime and we cannot subject ourselves to one person. We can love someone and love them and be in the moment. But as soon as that moment is over, it's time to be honest. And 
that's why I'm happy. I feel like that's why I did come into union, even though I separated from that person, because I accepted that. And a lot of what I do and a lot of the souls that I'm guided to are anyone who's trying to run from that and forget who they are because it's so painful to look at who they are. And it's so painful to look at how empty your life is without trying to care for someone. That's a wound. That's not love. So in ways I'm excited to see how love reveals itself to me now that I'm healed, now that I'm free, without any resentment, without any remorse just doing things out of the purity of my soul and what's best for me. So that's kind of where where I've been. And um, those are my main notes, 545. So I hope that was helpful to someone. Maybe someone needed that. But yeah, do not be afraid to lose in love because losing in love is an illusion. And it was interesting because it's just like, as soon as I accepted that, I felt like I was still going to get what I wanted, (laughs) you know, out of a soulmate, even though I don't know what all that entails or how long it's going to last. And I think that we get so caught up in that. That's where monogamy is kind of satanic because it forces the soul to think that it always has to be in debt to someone. And I was just speaking out loud, like whoever comes into my life, I want them to know that they are free all the time. We decide to commit to each other. I still want them to know that they are free to tell me, of course, not do shit behind my back, but just tell me when you start to feel like that, when you start to feel like I think I want to experience something else. There's so much that can be healed in that, especially when you as a feminine are not insecure about what that entails for that person or even the masculine not being insecure about what that entails for the feminine because you know it's not just masculines who do that feminine energies you know there were times in my last relationship where I just felt like I needed more out of a man from him but he could not give that to me he could only give me so much of what he had but I so badly wanted to put those traits in him and I'm sure that they felt the same of wanting to put certain traits in me that I just didn't have So the more that you can accept who you are, the higher chances that you'll get of getting someone who accepts you for who you are and you have a healthy dynamic where you can talk through things without feeling insecure or afraid of losing each other because you know that this was just an experience that you're sharing together and it's a blessing that you even felt that way with each other. And that's sometimes where you just have to leave it with love. It's not always about focusing on exclusivity. I feel like that is where in every single programming I watch, that's where everything goes wrong. That's where that that masculine starts to feel pressure. That's when the feminine starts to feel insecure and she feels like she has to compete with every fucking woman in the room and she has to try to be interesting, all that shit. It was like in this lifetime, I was like, I already knew what was going to go down. Like I already knew. And in, in, in ways, I never took it super personally. I was just hurt by the way that it went down. I was hurt by the fact that they knew that they liked that person during our relationship and they did not talk to me about it because if we talked about it, I would have been out of there a lot faster. But then it that's why I felt used in the situation because I felt like they just stayed with me because I was providing for them. And no matter how much they tried to not say that that wasn't the case, 
that's how I felt. So that meant that it was true for me. It was projected onto me because it had to feel that way for me. That's where I was really hurt. It wasn't about what who she was. It was how it was done. Because it could have been a lot less complicated. But that's what happened when you're trying to hold on to someone. Because you may know that you love someone. But you want to experience something else. Or you, you don't know why you feel like you're drawn to something else. It's because your soul hasn't learned all the lessons of love. So in me kind of accepting that, it, it helped me to forgive that person. It doesn't mean I have to, I still had to pull myself away because I didn't want to constantly feel like I had to check on them and just like always uh, putting myself in a cycle. It's like I knew I had to move on. I knew I had to find peace. So a lot of you guys may be like at a place where you're ready to start finding peace and you're ready to start just letting go of stuff that always kept you stuck you know because of your feelings because of your heart and I had to realize that I can love this person metaphysically I don't have to look at them I don't have to see things I don't have to always be nervous I can just let them go and if God feels like they are meant for me they are going to find a way back into my life and we will go through another experience together but if not I am open to whatever other experiences that I'm meant to have and that's the true mature way of looking at love. That's how it remains infinite. That how, that's how it feels like it never runs out. That's how it feels like it never hurts your ego or strips away at your self-confidence. Okay, so I'm gonna pull some quick final oracle. I mean, not oracle. Um, well, yeah, let's do that. But tarot messages for ascension and what you guys need to know. Those who have made it to this point, what do they need to know about ascension at this point in their journeys? What do they need to know? Yeah, fixtures. I'm hearing what fixtures does your soul have on certain ideologies or certain um, subjects of life, especially love? What are the fixtures of them? How can you sit and think about them? How can you analyze them so that you become more patient with yourself and your growth? And you stop looking to something to save you from your growth. And the more that you can analyze that is the more that things will pick up in your reality. Even if it's money and you look at money as something that will be what catapults you out of your moodiness. You have to change the way that you look at money. A lot of you are going to start having faith in rewriting your narratives, which is beautiful. You're going to start feeling like you're capable. And this is going to help for a lot of confidence boost to happen even if there are moments of sadness you're still going to be confident that you're still creating what you want and without any attachments that's how you remain spiritual in a fleshly world is you're not attached to anything so that's kind of what we're going to be learning is how to detach but still love and hope for the best okay so i hope this was helpful for you guys peace out Thank you.